everyone, and welcome back to the Tasteful Podcast. My name is Jordan. And I'm Aaron. You excited, Aaron? Always. Oh, woohoo! When am I not excited? Let's be real here. I, I, uh, I have a problem. What's your problem? I keep buying snacks for us. <laughs> we said that we weren't going to do snacks, mm. but I'm here and I'm living locally again. I'm like, I just can't. Like, I cannot. I, you, I, can, I, you cannot go into a supermarket, see something <laughs> weird and not buy it. Well, it's it, like I, I drive past a Woolworths <laughs> on my way here mm. and... I I just have I'm like there are just there are just so many weird things in there just waiting for me to try. Exactly. Um, Same with the world. Yeah. Like I just wait. What? <laughs> There's so many weird things in the world to oh, try. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, that's why travel's so cool. You get to see things <laughs> that you've never never thought you'd ever see before. Yeah. Um, when I was driving south to Melbourne, actually, there was this small town I visited. And while I was waiting for my dominoes, um, I decided to go for a walk. And they had this massive tree against, uh, like, on the bank of a river that was lit up with those fairy lights. But it was right, a massive yeah. tree. And I was like, whoa, that's so cool. That is really like, cool. And it was just like a two-minute walk away from the dominoes. And I, I would have no idea if I didn't get dominoes that day. Exactly. Because, like, that's not the kind of thing that gets marked on Google Maps. Yeah, for sure. It? Yeah. So, um Go out there and travel, folk, if you're able to. Just um, go out there and try weird things. Go down that street that you live near that you've never driven down before and you've, you've always been like, hmm, I wonder what, what that would be like down that street. Unless it's the street near me that is full of drug people. Oh, what? There's a drug people street near you? Yeah. Really? Well, that, that doesn't look, surprise me. When, does <laughs> when we were 10, we were threatened by these teenagers that we think were like um, growing weed near the school. No, they told us they were growing. Right. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. (laughs) Back look, look, I didn't know what weed was back then. Yeah, me neither. They're like, Like, we're growing weed. And I'm like, I know that's a drug. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah. Um, so like looking back at that, there's no way that they would have probably done anything to us. They were probably just mess, like screwing around with us just to, the mm. entertainment for them. Mm. Um, but when we were like nine or 10 or however old we were, that Freaks was so out. scary. Yeah. That was so scary. Um, but yeah, I've got a problem. Um, I I keep going in and finding weird snacks and I've brought two today. Honestly, I, it's not a problem to me. Jordan. Okay. I'll always I'm accept you before this. Okay. Well, this is like my payment in my opinion for like you doing the editing and stuff. So yeah. Okay. Doing so the editing. we've tried something like this, this first, uh, two snacks today. Um, this first snack, it's the Ritz. It's Ritz with vanilla in the middle. Mm. Now we've tried the chocolate version of this, like I think like a year and a half ago, I'd say. And we liked them. I remember you liked them more than I did. <laughs> and um, we tried like, I, I did a pre-screening before. Right, yeah, pod- yeah. With your mom and your dad. Lindell absolutely loved them. Mm. Greg was like, Greg uh, said it reminded me, it re- re- uh, reminded him of those lemon crisp things. Remember oh yeah, that? yeah, yeah like I know salty. those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think they still sell those. Yeah, 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 that's so good. Um, but yeah, so let's 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 take a try. I mean, apparently they smell nice. Ooh, yeah, they smell like um, uh, I think Arnott's has like a vanilla, like, like a vanilla cream where like it's a vanilla yeah. biscuit with cream in the middle. That's what yeah. these smell like to me. It's going to be salty on the outside. So how do you feel going in, Aaron? Where's your head at? What's what's your mind? I quite like the salty sweet. Like I'm a a chip and ice cream kind of guy. Oh, absolutely. So this this just feels like the next step. Are you talking about cold potato chip? No, 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 no. Or like hot chip. Hot chips and ice cream. I also really like um, 
having a piece of chocolate and then eating plain chips as well. Oh, that, yeah. There's like that weird, that's that, that one spot where it's like transitioning yep, between the absolutely. two. And it's like peak I- chip. <laughs> I did that last <laughs> night, actually. <laughs> I was eating... Okay, because Cole's had hokey pokey caramel chocolate. Have you oh, tried good. that yet? No, but that sounds really good. Oh, my really gosh. Good. They had it for $2.50 a block. Oh, wow. And I, I, I said... I'm, I literally said out, there was no one else in the store. Like I wasn't with anyone, but I out loud said in Cole's, I was like, I'm only human. And then I picked up four blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I just shook my head. I'm only human. And I just grabbed four blocks and I ran out there. And you know what? The next day I went to Big W and they also had Hokey Pokey for $2.50. And later, like the first day, I was like, man, I shouldn't should have gotten more. That's so cheap. This is like my favorite chocolate. So you know what? I got four more blocks oh, the wow, next day. Wow, wow. And that was weeks man. ago. And I'm still going through it. It's dangerous. Um, and <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was doing that last night. Uh, I I understand. You, we're, we're on the same page. We're on the same page. So let's let's just Let, let's dig let's in. Dig into All it, right. Hmm. Okay. I think I need to go in for a second bite yep. quickly. Uh huh. Hmm. Where's your headspace at? Where's your head at, at? To me, these are just like dipping roots in icing. Like that's what, it, that's probably the best way mm. to describe this flavor. The flavor actually reminds me of those square wafers that you get. The vanilla, like mm-hmm. the vanilla square wafer. To me, it's crunchy and it's got that a sweetness to it, but here's my thing: I don't think it's strong enough. No, I don't. Th- the icing I, doesn't like cut through. I think their ratios are a bit out on biscuit to icing at the moment. Absolutely, at least yeah. I, I think the icing needs to be stronger, and the crack actually needs to be saltier because it all just mm. well, it's just, it's just very, it's just very meh yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Um, would you like to try another? I I I have to be honest with you, not a fan. I, I, I think they're okay. I th- okay. I think these are like normal Ritz in that they're very Moorish. Like you can eat a whole bag of like mm. a whole pack of them kind of thing in a day. Now. Which I have unfortunately done I, many a time. I, here's my thing. I, I always thought that I preferred Ritz, but I think I actually am starting to prefer Jats. <gasps> and How could you? I know. I, I think what... It's it's not the biscuit that's changed. It's me. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. What I eat a cracker for now is not what I eat it used to eat it for. I used to love Ritz and cheese. Ritz and tasty cheese. Yeah, like okay. those little squares of cheese that you could get. Absolutely love it. I'll cut a little bit from a block. Put that on Ritz. Mm. Now I like crackers and dip. I love right. Dip. Yeah, no, that that's completely fair. Like I think. Personally, I find Jats are much better for dipping. Yeah. Like I, well, the dip of choice for Jats for me is Nutella. Oh, really? <laughs> it's really good. Um, wow, I've never tried that before. No, I, yeah, I quite enjoy it. Like I've, yeah, I find Jats are much better for dips where I think just eating plain, I much prefer Ritz mainly for the texture mm. and also like, yeah. In America, they have these little 
uh, Oh, it's it's hard to describe, but it's like these little sandwich things with Ritz, but they come in all different flavors and they have peanut butter ones. So basically like mm. peanut butter flavored Ritz with a little bit of peanut butter in the middle, like on a sandwich. And oh my God, I mowed through so many of those packets. <laughs> like it was, it's, it was mm. one of those things that, you know, we had around for weddings a lot. And um, yeah, like we would just have snacks of them. And because we couldn't go out from camp a lot, yeah, we, yeah. I would just like, that would be like my snack of choice. Yeah. So I think I've just gotten over the Ritz, the Ritz, cr- yeah, the Ritz no. texture yeah. at the moment. But you can have too much of a good thing. Ah, uh, exactly. Speaking of which, not really. This r- random segue. <laughs> we now have our second snack of the week, mm. which is Lifesavers Fruit Tingles. Which is a bit of a. That's not really what it. Okay, it's like Life- Fruit Tingle <laughs> Jaffers. Yeah, so Jaffa Lifesaver balls. Jaffers Fruit Tingle. They're by Daryl Lee, are they? Yeah, Daryl Lee. Um, can I just say, at the moment, Lifesavers is really, like, putting their flavor in a lot of stuff at the moment. Really? Because, like, like, yeah, you can get Lifesaver um, naturals, like, uh, gummy candies at the moment as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, like, there's, wow. like, a, I'm fairly sure there's probably other few different Lifesavers. Interesting. F- weird mashups out there. But this is probably the most interesting I've seen of yeah. the Lifesavers mashups at the moment. Now, the whole box of vanilla... Like it comes with like two little cylinder things. I was on special, but that whole box was a dollar fifty. This was Ooh. like, I think three dollars eighty or something. But it's yeah, still like a packet. That's typical for Daryl Lee. Are they are they full size? Like are they the BB's size of Daryl Lee? They're, or are they they're full size? At least oh, what I think they. They're halfway between what I'd call a normal Jaffa and like right. Daryl Lee BB's. But right. yeah, I will take one. It's got a bit of a story on. Oh, take two, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's got a bit of a story on the back. Discover an explosion of deliciousness with Lifesavers registered trademark fruit tingles balls. Mm. Our scrumptious fruit flavors raspberry. I didn't know they actually listed all the flavors. Can you name all the fruit tingle flavors? You know oh, raspberry. Okay. Mm, okay, there's going to be raspberry. I'm yep. assuming a lime, an orange, a lemon. Yep, that's it. That's all of them. Oh, <laughs> good job! <laughs> wow. I, I that, yeah, I've never actually known Lifesavers had f- flavors. Like yeah. I knew they had flavors, but like they just tasted like tingling. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> the best fruit tingle flavor was that one that was like a mixture of all of them, right? The, the oh, kind yeah, of multicolor, yeah, yeah. the, the multicolor one. one. Yeah. Oh, that was those are the best. That's mm. that was a that was like a golden ticket for a kid. Although for me, I actually much prefer. Just the, the musk lifesavers. Like, like you, you can get a whole pack of just the musk flavor, the pink one. Oh, wait, do you like musk sticks? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, interesting. Because it's such an Aussie thing. Musk sticks. Yeah, like, like you my American anywhere. friends were like, it, I, I think one of my friends said, it tastes like if you put rose water into a... Right. It, into a, a confectionery. Well, that's yeah. probably what it is in yeah. all honesty. Yeah. But like... Yeah, and also just the concept of musk as yeah, a flavor. Like, yeah, it's 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 super strange. Yeah, like I am not a big fan, but I don't hate it. I kind of like it in concept, but in execution, I I, I fail to be able to eat one. I'm a, I'm a big mustic fan. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's get into these. I haven't I? finished the story, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> Our scrumptious fruit flavors, raspberry, orange, lemon, and lime, are combined in a ball of creamy Daryl Lee registered trademark chocolate uh, milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. And covered in a deliciously crunchy pink shell. Without a doubt, they are a firecracker of fun for your mouth. Oh, 
That is a huge sell. That is. That, that is, is a huge sell. So if, I think that's if, why it's on the back of the packet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let, let let's dig in. Mm. All right. Hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, there we go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a story. I've been taken on a journey right now. Mm. Mm. Well, hello. Plot twist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I have some thoughts. <laughs> like, at first, it was just straight Jaffa flavor, like mm-hmm. Jaffa, like typical Jaffa chocolate flavor. And then, all of a sudden, I just started like I just started getting this like tingle flavor, like the fruit mm-hmm. tingle flavor coming through. It's very subtle, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I was like, for me, this feels like Pop Rocks without the pop. Mm. This is just the rocks, no pop, right? Which yeah. is perfect because I hate pop rocks with a passion. Man, they're the best. No, they give me headaches. They've always given me headaches. I don't right. know why. It's just so weird. Like, it's just don't be me, okay? <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not advocating that this. I'm a, I'm cool for not liking pop rocks. I've lived mm. a pop rock free life, and it's pretty evident what that has turned into. What a, what about the marvelous creations with pop rocks? Pop rocks. Do you not I don't like, like any marvelous creations? Wow, any at all? Man, they're like that's like my go to. Really, Cadbury chocolate. Oh, yeah, wow. there, there was one weird like mix like mix of a chocolate that I did see, but I I, I immediately gravitated towards fruit tinkles because I was like that that's just so strange. Um, I'm gonna try mm. another one. I'm already on to the second. Yep. Like. The fruit tingles definitely do add, like... The fruit tingles coming out more in the second one. Mm-hmm. It does feel like a Marvelous Creations-esque type thing, though. Like a Yeah. Definitely a weird flavor. Yeah. Sherbety, right? Like, you got, like, a sherbet aftertaste. Like a mm. sherbety Jaffa. A crunchy sherbety Jaffa. It's very interesting, yeah. So what do you reckon is better? Fruit tingle lifesaver Jaffa things... All the vanilla. I think I just have to go back quickly to the vanilla. Yep. If that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, I'm kind of leaning towards the fruit tingles, mm-hmm. mainly because I just really like Daryl Lee Jaffas in general, and the fruit tingle just adds an extra bit of firecracker to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Are they a firecracker of fun in your mouth? That's my question. Mm. I'm just looking through the. Uh, do the ingredients to see if we have any surprises. <laughs> we have lamb. No, I'm kidding. Eleven <laughs> percent fruit tingle pieces. I'm glad they're so. I'm glad they're so like hmm. specific. Yeah. Glazing agent. No palm oil, which is good because Aaron and I are steadfast against palm oil. Definitely. <laughs> we agreed upon this many yonks yeah, ago. Yes, of course. We're palm oil pals. We only An- eat palm oil. Anti-palm oil pals, Jordan. No, we're palm oil pals. <laughs> Down with the orangutans. <laughs> they don't deserve to live. All right. Okay. I am torn because I feel like these are very different things. Like the Ritz, 
I find a like, I'll eat a whole packet as an afternoon snack kind of yeah. thing. Whereas I feel the Jaffers would go great on like a party table. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, yeah, that... I think that would like freak some people out. I think you give a, yeah, some yeah, yeah. people a heart attack. <laughs> no, you put one in oh. with a bunch of others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I get you. Like, and then one person's got like a re- like this. This tastes really, really weird. Like, yeah, why yeah, yeah. is my one taste really weird? <laughs> and then never explain it to them. Yeah, hopefully they're the same like color. I, I, it's probably like a different color, just so people don't do that. Yeah, these look more pinky compared yeah. to the they got more like the Daryl Lee ones are like very, very red. Yeah. Okay, well, I definitely prefer the fruit tingles. Just yeah, FYI, I, I, yeah, the fruit tingles is something I would eat. Mm. Um, they, I, I wouldn't buy these vanilla things again personally. They're, like they're both decent. Like they're both, they're both decent, good. Yeah. Like it's not like the Ritz are horrid and no one should ever eat them ever again kind of thing. Like um, like the what was the drink we tried that time? Basleri Shinoto. Basleri Shinoto. Yeah, no one should ever drink that. No one should ever drink Basleri Shinoto. <laughs> I think I think the type the Shinoto is the thing, and Basleri is the brand. So just Shinoto. Yeah, is a, it's a Shino from us. Shino to Shinoto. Yeah, exactly. Huh. All right, so Aaron, you uh, you have a bit of a a tidbit to yes. talk about. Okay, so at work, there are some people who have gone away on camp at the moment, okay. like some staff members. Yeah. So they they drive to school, they park, and then they get on a bus and leave for a week. Okay, Aaron, is this office politics that you're going to... I... I, <laughs> just, I just, just be careful what you say because you don't know who will listen to this. I, okay, I'm just going to put it out there that personally, I think if you're going to be parking for a week... Don't take up the prime parking spots. Out behind the building that I work in, there are six spots. I get there early enough to be able to take one of them. And then it's up to everyone else to fend for themselves for the yeah. rest of them. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, but like the people who have parked there, they normally don't ever get to park there anyway. Like they're used to parking down the back of the school just because of the time they normally arrive. But just because they had to arrive earlier this one day they were like no we'll park up the front because like they probably like they, they they thought they were just like oh this is the closest park yeah. to where the bus will be yeah where i personally think if you're going to be gone for a whole week just park down the back and let other people yeah. who actually have to walk in and out in and out daily have the good parks yeah i completely agree you, I, I think i think it's absolutely silly that they, i am glad we're on the same page yeah i like that there's that <laughs> common human decency now mm. like one could argue that it's possible that they had to be on the bus at 5.45 a.m. or something that they were tired. I don't know what the actual excursion or whatever it was. was. So yeah. it's, like, it's like a school camp, right? Like So like some teachers are away with... Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so like usually those things are early, but at the same time, like, come on, you, you, you knew what you were doing. Exactly. <laughs> so currently, um, it's usually not this bad. Just all of secondary is out on excursions at the moment. Right. So it's like... Lots of teachers are on camp. So out of the six, five of them are taken up. There's apparently the one park I normally park in is free, which is really good because it's actually got a path um, across this grass section straight to where the entrance to the building is. So like it's it's the best spot. Like (laughs) everyone, when this pathway got put in, everyone wants that spot. But like I'm there at seven every morning an hour before anyone else. So I always get the good spot. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Like, 
I kind of get it that the car park in general is first in, first served. Yeah. So it's like technically they are allowed to be there, but I think from like a common decency standpoint, they should not be there. Yeah, absolutely. It's like um, when I worked at KFC in Port, like uh, the the car park was like an L shape and... um, Towards one end was obviously closer to the entrance. And mm, when we mm. were working, you couldn't park closer to the entrance because that's more convenient for the customers. Like you, exactly, should, park, yeah. you should park in the in the corner, the furthest away from where the customers are, in, in the hard to park spots as well. Yeah. Like a parallel park on the side. Um, so customers don't have to. Yeah. Like easily. Like it, because you're there for eight hours. They're there. Like there's that, that, that spot could be used like 30 times. Yeah. They're in and out. Kind your of usage. Thing. Like, yeah. So... Um, I'm sorry that that's happened, Aaron. No, well, um, it's not affecting me. It's I'm, affecting others. It's affecting others. And School morale's gone down. You, I, you, know, you notice yeah. there's like a, sel- like a, a <laughs> sullen look in everyone's eyes. You, you, uh, you go in the break room and you, there's just mm. this mystique about this atmosphere where it's an unspoken atmosphere where everyone's like, I know. And then when they I do speak up about it, they're very, yeah. they're, they're very distraught about it. Yeah, kind of like you don't really mention cars. Mm. You don't you don't talk about parks and recreation. Exactly, you know, just like, like you don't talk about your salary. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one of those like it's it's a sore sore topic. I'm sorry that your local school community is going through that at the moment, Aaron. Mm. It's a I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna drop that. Here. Yeah, <laughs> um, that could go on forever. So. As of recording, it's the 6th of April and R slash place yes. has just basically finished yesterday mm. or was it the day before? I don't really remember. It was yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Right. Um, what, what a fun time. Do you want to talk about your experience with it, Aaron? So my experience is I didn't even participate in the very first R place. Right. So what about oh, you? I, yes, I did. Yeah, you, uh, do you want to explain what it is? So R place is basically this... Uh, canvas of a thousand by a thousand pixels where you can place one of a select color like a select range of colors every five minutes on one pixel yeah so kind of the whole community needs like comes together to build yeah it's impossible to basically do anything on your own yeah um because it's just so many eyes on r slash place yeah Yeah. like it would be it would practically be impossible to have your own personal artwork on that kind of thing. Yeah. I think the first one was 2016 or 2017 or something. 2017, I right. believe. Yeah. And I remember that one happening. Um, I, what did I do? And like, I, I didn't really do anything in the first R slash place. So I just remember going on and looking at it every now and then. Yeah. Remember they, like they wrote out the entire Darth Plagueis, the wise copy pasta. <laughs> there was like a, mo- they had the Mona Lisa in the middle and then avoid destroyed it. And then, <laughs> Turn into the dark side of the moon. Like there were just Mm. so many cool transformations and stuff. And I remember explaining it to Dylan like a year and a half ago about like how cool it was. And then he was like, yeah, that seems, that seems cool. That seems cool. Yeah. But like not many people like you had to be there, I guess. Yeah. Like, um, but you know, with uh, every April Fool's Day that came afterwards, there were different experiments, but everyone was like, bring back place, bring back. Yeah. Because it was such a place, yeah. I think that's probably the one that had one of the biggest impacts on the community. Absolutely. Because like I kept seeing posts about it for years afterwards. Like, Like, you know, like there's like 40 minute videos made last year about R slash place, just like the history of it, the wars and all that type of thing. Well, Uh, 
So I'm glad that they did it again this year. And I'm also glad that they gave us like three days notice. Yeah. They're like, get your communities back together, get a plan, get a plan started, all that type of thing. Mm. And um, obviously uh, the communities just were were all over it. Mm. I I joined it 16 minutes after it went live and it was pretty, like everything was basically white, but I could, I, all I remember is being able to see the Ukrainian flag start. Yep, and um, the Aussie logo as well. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. was a <laughs> stay over from the first one. The Ukraine flag was a bit of an interesting one. Oh, absolutely! Um, it what happened is they just kept expanding out horizontally, and yeah. Ukraine actually invaded lots of other communities' artworks that were already established there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a bit ironic that yeah, <laughs> the Ukraine invaded <laughs> the Ukraine invaded yeah. our place basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, theirs wasn't that sustainable, and it got like basically defaced throughout the whole thing and then they yeah they, they did eventually have like a manage, manageable sizable portion yeah. did you see um the french flag at the end on the yes. bottom left and they're really crappy eiffel tower yeah 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 Do you was- know, what's really funny is that um everyone's accusing uh the french of have using bots right yeah. Um, because basically as soon what happened is to end it they made it so you could only place white pixels mm. so then by the end of it it was just one white canvas again from like beginning so like a book sent book ends nicely yeah um so basically as soon as you could only place white pixels the flag the french flag just instantly turned to white right. basically yeah, yeah almost yeah. like mm, <laughs> what's happening here what's happening here <laughs> yeah um the thing is like it's 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 so hard to like <clears throat> determine it like i uh took a look at the video and i was like oh yeah that that's the logo also went pretty white pretty quick yeah but to be fair there were big targets, so it's possible mm. that people just saw that as like the the thing to attack first. If that makes yeah. sense, but um, I I do kind of like the fact that they did do it all white out. But at the same time, we don't have like a final, like a final like proper end point unless it was like right think, before the white. Thing. Yeah, I think that's where people have taken like screenshots and like gotten the code for yeah. like um is just before they changed it to white. Yeah. So that's like the very final state before yeah because it disappeared Reddit actually released like that i think it's like a diff log or something um of last year's r slash place to get every single pixel placement recorded they yeah. just released it or something for people to properly make time lapses um which some of the time lapses are like really cool yeah absolutely came out of it. um and someone's already made a um i think a minecraft that they, they uh, converted the plugin to um replicate itself in minecraft as yeah in the, the uh the uh frequency heat map um you can see like what uh how uh how many like times each pixel, individual yeah. pixel was changed um with a column of different mm. colors and I, I just think it's so interesting just the the data behind it you know yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just, really cool um like it's like it's truly like an alive artwork yeah and it's really special and a lot of people don't I, I just don't think some people like understand how cool it is for mm. the entire, like the entire world to be able to contribute to one artwork. Yeah. No matter where you are. Like, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And it just shows how cool the internet is. Yeah. Like, like we participated in it. And yeah, now we're exactly. talking about it. Like, yeah. what was your strategy for participating? Yeah. So like, I had, I, I had one pixel that, <laughs> and this was my, the hill I was dying on in the Osu logo. Um, there was an exclamation point and on the top right um, corner of the dot of the exclamation point in the pixel above that, 
it was pink and I kept changing it to white. Mm. <laughs> um, and it kept getting changed back, but I kept changing that one pixel because when I do get to see the frequency height map or whatever, I, w- I want to see if that one pixel is like a lot taller than yeah. the others. I don't think it would be super noticeably, but I'd like to think that that one was like, why is that pixel like yeah, yeah, yeah. the different one? <laughs> Um, and your, uh, your, what was your strategy? So my strategy was basically just change, uh, this basically find places that weren't controversial or that people weren't actually actively trying to change because yeah. like it's already set as the artwork. And then yeah. what I was doing is I was changing the pixels back to the same color yeah. as what they were. Um, so basically it's basically all I was doing was switching out someone's name with my own name for yeah. all those pixels. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think I, by the end, well, um, before the whiteout happened, I probably had a good 30 to 40 pixels that were mine. So here's the thing. There was a guy that was underneath you yeah. that's, that started replicating you as well. Yeah. I do was, you know, yeah, go for do it. you know what happened? He messaged me. Really? Yeah. What happened is uh, I was doing it and I came across him and he replaced like, I think one of mine and then I replaced it back and then he must have seen that and he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do this. And like, we actually worked out an agreement for where we can oh. each do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, that was. Yeah, like because like, you had your row, he, he had, had his, his row. row. Yeah, you know, that, um, I thought it was just really cool that, like, hey, I'm talking to this guy. I don't even know where in the yeah, world yeah, he yeah, is yeah, or yeah, what yeah. he does or anything, but like, we made an agreement. Yeah, about like, how you, we're like, going to contribute your own little sections. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, let's be honest, very kind of selfish <laughs> because you could have been like both of us could have been helping other artworks. We could have been yeah. like repairing things. Yeah, but I, we were dying on these weird hills. Where <laughs> I wanted this one pixel and you wanted this row. I, I you, just you weren't helping fix it. In, well, you might have, but like you were just replacing the same color, so it looked the exact same as it did before and after. Yeah, so no one would notice. So no one like. No notice from the outside exactly that's pretty funny like well the thing is is that i wasn't gonna do anything on my own like yes i could have joined groups and like helped the blue corner or whatever yeah but like i was just like other people already doing that like let's just do something that not many other people do i think yeah and like as far as i know only one other person has done it really so um I wonder, like we didn't know that the whiteout was gonna happen so yeah i i i started like you told me about your strategy. Yeah. And I I wanted pixels on the final image. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I, I want I want some as well. So I, <laughs> I every now and then I would go over to your side. I wouldn't replace any of yours, but yeah, yeah, other yeah. people that had replaced yours, I would replace their theirs. I think, I think you, I had like three or four. Yeah, I think you got replaced by the other guy though. But that wasn't his row. <laughs> no, it's because we had the disagreement and everything. Yeah, like uh, we figured it out. Yeah. Um, but I think you were lost in the crossfire, unfortunately. Oh, oh wow. Um but, yeah. So, um, did you participate in the whiteout? I did. Yes. I, I, I saw it once. You told me that Jordan, everything's going white, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And then I, I, I replaced a pixel. I don't know if I, it might have gone white before. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think I, I pressed place tile, and like right before I pressed a button, someone had already whited it over. So it's yeah, possible yeah. I just did nothing. But um, I actually, you know what? After that, I then went to a coordinate and I placed a tile on a specific coordinate for me to find later. It was like right in the middle of it, but um, I think I went to 360 to 1200 on uh, the canvas and then I placed one there. So right, like yeah. that exact coordinate type thing. Um, and I don't think we can go back to our place. I think they've... No, not until all the data is released and 
yeah, all of that. So can't check it. Um, but yeah, so I was like, okay, this is my little, this, this is, is my little this pixel. Is your yeah. yeah. What did you think about the canvas expanding? So what, okay, originally in the original one, there was only the thousand pixels, like a yeah. thousand by yeah. a thousand. Whereas yeah. this one, they doubled its width to be 2000 by 1000, but then they yeah. doubled it again another day later yeah. and made it 2000 by 2000. Um, I kind of don't like the fact that they did it. Okay. I would have preferred if they... Um, just had a bigger canvas to begin with. I, right, yeah. I do like the fact that they gave it more because I guess it needed more. But at the same time, I, I, I kind of it kind of felt as though all the all the communities that created murals to begin with and were strong enough to create murals all created them in that corner. And then now that like eventually it was like times by four. So then all these uh, communities that are in the other three quarters were the less incorporated communities that. I don't know. Like you felt there was a bit of disconnect between. Yeah, the- like the, the top left corner was all the cool communities, and mm. then you had all the random ones on the other corners. If that makes sense. Yeah, and then it, it, it well, gave- some did relocate, like America and the blue corner. Yeah, and that's those true. Ones, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I'm I'm not I'm super annoyed. Like, because at the end of the day, it's more art. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that the canvas was that big. I just kind of wish it was that big to begin with. Yeah, or something like that. Well. Yeah, I thought it was good that they expanded it. Like, I think that they probably should have done it from the beginning. Yeah. Because, like, if you look to the comparison between eight hours in from the original one in 2017 and this yeah. one, like the 2017 one, it was still like it. There wasn't it wasn't coherent. Like, yeah. it was still developing kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas with uh, this one, it almost stagnated because the whole thing was full and all these communities were basically just going into defend yeah. mode and yeah. making sure that no one changed anything. Yeah. So it was kind of good that it expanded because then that meant that there was a chance for something a bit more dynamic to yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly. I, I do agree there. Um, yeah, like the first one, no one knew what what to expect. Yeah. But now it had a legacy and it yeah, had something to it live had, up to. And, and people we had, had time three to day, plan. Yeah, we had yeah. three days warning. So like... <laughs> three days of bot making, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't know for sure. I do have one annoyance with it mm-hmm. and I want you to guess what it is. Among Us. Yes. Yep. Okay, was, everywhere. Uh, did you see the original Among Us corner and the artwork that went there? Yes. The, with the, the big pink one? Uh, no, not the big pink one. It was the red one with the big butt. Oh, no. It was, oh, no, it was horrendous. Like, it, it's, I can't even, I don't even want to explain it on the Tasteful podcast kind okay, of thing. It's like, not it was, tasteful. it was not tasteful at all. Well, there was, they kept drawing yeah, a the, penis the on pink, one. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the pink one was kind of the second big one. Um, people actually wrote an Among Us detector uh, script to be able to spot them because, like, people were using kind of like a different shade of a color to hide the Among Us in stuff. So like the Star Wars poster, it looked like the Star Wars poster still, but like there was probably a hundred Among Us in it. Yeah, it honestly annoyed me Mm. because it just made a bunch of 12-year-olds deface a bunch of artworks. Just Among Us. The joke is dead yeah. it's not funny yeah. and you're just ruining stuff and it's not it just it's just not productive it just just <laughs> like you should like you shouldn't be doing it on like memorials for people who have passed away like the big the, th- the thing that i really liked was that the biggest portrait by the end of it was a one of total biscuit um um it's kind of like a photo of a guy like with his like his hand on his chin kind of like laughing um and he passed away of cancer about two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was big in the YouTube community. Um, 
and they did Among Us on him. And I just think that's 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 that's, heck, bit, yeah. dude, that's super that's disrespectful. Not that's not tasteful at all. That's uh, yeah. So that annoyed me um, quite a lot. But at the same time, it is the internet, and it is a representation of what the internet culture is like right now. Well, like a year ago, two, two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's be real. Well, for the twelve-year-olds, they still that's haven't still over current. It. Yeah. yeah. Like if like if this happened five years from now, I don't think Among Us would be there, right? Yeah. yeah. So like it in in a way, it, it is kind of like a representation of what we like as a community or whatever. Mm. But, but it's cool. Um, I wonder if they're going to bring it back as a yearly April Fool's thing because it was so big this year. I think they might just leave it to every couple of years. Yeah, like I think special. if it becomes every year, it'll lose its it'll lose its steam. Yeah, it'll lose its coolness. Kind yeah. Of thing. But it was still a really cool project, and yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that they did do it at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the next topic. I'm just going to bring up everything one. good in life has a sequel. Exactly. Um, okay, Aaron, Dyson headphones. Yes. Tell me all about them. I've, okay. You sent me the link. Have you looked at it? I looked at a tiny bit. Okay. Yep, I was like, yep. I'm just going to save this to the podcast. I've also. <laughs> I, I've, Listen to the Waveform podcast, um, the MKBHD podcast, yep, and yep. they did talk about it for like five minutes. So right, yeah. I do know of it, but uh, yeah. tell us about the Dyson headphones. So they're called the Dyson Zone. Yeah. Um, and what they are, they're a set of headf- noise cancelling headphones to combat noise pollution, as well as an air filtration purification system uh, to deal with um, air pollution. So what it is is it's basically a couple of fans and filters on these ear cups and this mask that clips on and goes in front of your face to like make a zone of pure air around. Uh, no, they use a bubble of pure air around yeah. your nose and mouth to breathe in. Yeah, so it's like an electronic breathable <sighs> oxygen mask thing. No contact though. It doesn't contact your face. Really? Yeah. Oh, like so it, it doesn't. Oh, it literally okay. makes a bubble of air around your face. Okay, I'm gonna. That's interesting. All right, I'm gonna look it up. The Dyson Zone, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's mm, they're very interesting. It's uh, Dyson Zone is Dyson's first wearable purifier, capturing city polluting uh, city pollution, including gases, allergens, and particulate matter and cancelling unwanted noise with advanced noise cancellation and pure high fidelity audio like okay i uh, dyson is a special company yeah they their vacuums are good yeah like they're good vacuums but all their other products actually i think their hand dryers i they're the best hand dryers out there kind of thing like yeah. I haven't found yeah. better hand dryers. Talking about the Airblade ones. Yeah, the Airblade <laughs> ones. If I was a millionaire, I'd, I'd have a set in my house. Yeah, like, that's how much I love them. How much are they? Uh, they don't list prices because they're a commercial only kind of thing. Yeah, but you could get one. You could, you could, you could get. Yeah. You could call someone. You could call someone up from high, uh, from Dyson headquarters. You say, "Listen, <laughs> I just want one. Can you yeah. just can you just add one to this order for Port Macquarie next? I'll come to the warehouse. Yeah, I'll, pick, I'll it pick it up. It up. Yeah. Like uh, my dad is an electrician. electrician. He can install <laughs> yeah, it. He can install it. Yeah. I just really want one of these. <laughs> like I'm, I'm tired of having to go to the public bathroom to dry my hands every time. Exactly. Just because I want that experience. I want that. Uh, yeah. I want, I want the Airblade experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 
I haven't personally. I haven't used their hair dryers or curlers or any of their hair styling products because oh, yeah. I don't have the hair to be able to do that. But yeah. from, I think they're a bit overpriced and pretentious from my understanding. Right. But personally, I find their air purifiers, their lamp, and now this headset to be like just pretentious, really expensive, and stupid. They have a lamp. Oh yeah, James Dyson's son designed a lamp that right. track that uh, it knows your position in the earth so it can track the color temperature of the sun as it moves through the sky and it matches the light coming out of the, the color temperature of the lamp to what's outside to uh, not to keep a normal circadian rhythm like oh, right, yeah. at sunset and sunrise I can understand that but like in the middle of the day it doesn't matter that much no yeah absolutely <laughs> not wait um, so like, it, oh it's like 700 bucks and it's like a table lamp yeah I, it, bet. I think it looks really cool and again if I was a millionaire I'd probably have one just because I think it looks cool but like I feel like this enters the category of like it's so stupid but I also want one yeah <laughs> This is this this is a video. With all these different pollutants. Dust, gases, VOCs, pollen. Noise pollution is also a really big issue. Noise it's a huge gas, issue. Construction sites. How do you protect someone? Noise pollution is melting the ice caps as we exactly. speak. Exactly. Mm. When they are commuting to work or going out. The idea of this machine was to overcome that problem. Clean air, quality sound, on the move. Air purification inside a set of headphones. It looks silly. This filter removes particulate and gases from the air. That purified air passes down through. there's like, they, they, like they've probably answered it pretty well, but mm-hmm. there's a pretty obvious design flaw with this whole setup. It's the fact that you need this. There's a motor in here. Powering the purifier, correct? Yes. Like to push the to air, pull the air in, which yeah. is noisy, right? Which probably won't be noisy. It'll probably fix it. And the, the headphones have noise cancelling anyway. Yeah. But it's 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 creating a problem that they're fixing. I just don't know if their fix is going to be good enough. I Okay. I think there's two reasons why their fix will be good enough. Firstly, Dyson... Okay, one thing Dyson does better than vacuums, better than any other product they make, is make really good motors. Yeah, motors. The motors yeah. that they make are absolutely incredible. Like yeah. the Dyson, like the motors in their vacuums are like absolutely tiny little things. Like yeah, very small yet powerful enough to do that. I can, I could see them making a miniaturized motor that is small enough and quiet enough to actually be able to work with that. Yeah. And also the fact that lower noises are much easier to cancel out than higher pitched noises and that they would know very specifically because it's a constant RPM motor. Both of those things would mean that they'd be able to really tune in the noise cancelling to just cancel that out completely. Yeah. So I think that they would be able to do it, but like, yeah, it's... It, yeah, it's a problem that they're having to fix by adding the noise cancel. Secondary problem to that is also battery life, right? Because yes. you're, you're not yes. only I having to when the motor's running do noise cancelling, you're also mm. running a motor, and yeah, it's probably small, but it's still gonna like, yeah. And I, also the the, the <laughs> purification filters themselves mm-hmm. will need to be cleaned or changed or, or out. Replaced, at, yeah, changed out at some point. How much are they gonna be? It's a revenue stream. Yeah, exactly. So. Do you get a subscription service to you know <laughs> like uh, uh, now streaming on Dyson Plus by the way? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how much are they? 
I don't think there is an official price. There's no yet. official price. No, yet. I think this is it's still fairly early developments because on their website it has um, sign up for updates. Because it was apparently patented in 2016. Yes, that's when they started working on it. So, which is, I wonder if they kind of. So the thing is, is that this isn't a response to coronavirus at all. They've been. No. They've been working on this for many years. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably coronavirus probably gave them a reason to kind of, okay, let's actually ramp up this up and try and get into production as soon as yeah. possible kind of thing. Yeah. I think if anything, it's um, it was at least meant to go towards the Asian market, right? Because, Definitely, because yes. Like even before coronavirus, it was very common for... Uh, uh, people living in highly populated Asian cities to mask, uh, mask, ma- up. mask up because the, the air pollution there is insanely bad. Yeah. It's like a couple packet of cigarettes a day's worth of like, you know. Yeah, just like existing. L- yeah, exactly. So um, add, on tap- add on top of that, smoking's huge over there. So like, <laughs> you know, um, I think it makes sense for the Asian market yeah, I don't think it makes sense for a Western market as much, but it does way more now. And I think oh, Dyson yeah, yeah. was probably a little bit like, "Oh, that's kind of cool with the coronavirus. That that's going to sell more of these headphones. Wait, I spent a lot of money conspiracy on conspiracy theory moment. Yeah, Dyson, Dyson invented, invented the coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yep, it's it's not big it's pharma. It's not the government. It's not uh, the Wuhan Wuhan lab, labs. No. It is. Dyson. Absolutely. James Dyson is at the head of He's, this. He's yeah. a lizard person. I, I he, saw him mention Bill Gates one time. So oh. he's right in there. Exactly. Handshakes. Six All years around. and 500 prototypes. Jeez. 500 prototypes isn't really that many. Yeah. Yeah. A scientific approach. Well, that's <laughs> what you want. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I wouldn't want just a throwing at the wall and see what sticks approach but man Dyson knows how to market stuff to make me want it <laughs> oh Aaron if anyone it's- slaps a fan on anything <laughs> dude you have so many like we have okay. we have an episode called Aaron's fan obsession <laughs> you can go listen to it right now okay. listeners I found these okay I found these DJ lights they're non-functional fans go. that basically have a light in them and a motor to just like spin around this fake fan blade thing to make it look like industrial fans wait it's, wait what it's wait, so what's po- wait, it has a fake fan yeah I, like because they they don't mention anything about like flow rate or speed or anything and like all the videos I see it like oh. spins slow enough that you can see it so like it's a fan look kind of thing yeah like uh the, the shadow of the blades going across on the wall no no even or- that like it's, it's lights shining on it's like reflective blades that shine lights kind of thing it's so stupid but i like okay <laughs> it's, i think it looks really cool okay L- yeah sh- show that to me um i'll show you afterwards because that's that's a visual thing it's a visual thing yeah uh what minute mark are we up to as uh 47 47 wow Ooh. well I think um, I think we might wrap it up then. Yeah. Um, because it's uh, we, we've we're committing to shorter episodes uh, this season on the Tasteful podcast to make our tasteful experience a bit more palatable for exactly. all of you. That's that's it. Um, <laughs> okay, he's showing me the fan now. Oh, oh wait, so the lights are on the actual. So there's lights on the outside, but then there's lights, LED strips on the inside, pointing out like a almost like. UV fluorescent right. blade thing. Interesting. And it spins around, but it doesn't move air. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So it's it's yeah. It's a fan for aesthetic purposes only. Yeah, which is silly because. Like dance clubs are so freaking hot, man. They should they should be real fans. They should be real fans, absolutely. And the reason why they aren't they they are fake, I just realized it's because the back is solid metal. No (laughs) air is coming through that. So yeah. Like uh, like the have you ever been to the nightclub altitude? Yeah. When did you go? I went with uh, Johnson on his birthday for live bands. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Back when they were doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the best place to stand in altitude is right underneath the aircon. <laughs> That's the only place worth standing there. It's the only place tolerable. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Right, well, thank you uh, very much for tuning in to today's episode of the Tasteful Podcast. It's been quite a fun journey that we've uh, has, shared together. It has been. I'm glad we've, um, I'm glad we've made... Um, some new connections, new discoveries. We've bonded. We've over, transformed. Yeah, absolutely. We've tingled together. We, we tangoed as well. We, yeah, we we uh, we we sandwiched together. Mm-hmm. Um, and more important, most importantly, we put on the Ritz. We put on the Ritz. That's it. Um, so please uh, email us at the at gmail.com or swipe up if you're on Spotify and ask us a. A question in the Q&A section There should be a little Q&A thing If you're on Spotify And you swipe up And we'll answer you Next episode We'll definitely answer you Because we have No people that ever write in And we're lonely So please mm. write in We want you Really bad Exactly <laughs> and, uh, But thank you everyone Who's made it this far yeah. We hope you enjoyed This episode of The Tasteful Podcast yeah. Adios Amigos Amigos